This is Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we have The Walking Dead. This is Season 8, Episode 9, Honor. Um, guys, first of all, before we get get into the show, it's good to be back. Good to be talking on the pod again. Uh, kind of missed it. Uh, hey, I wish we had a better episode to start back with to really rave and rant about. What about y'all? Uh, I would have just taken a better episode. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I wish I had a lot better to say about it. It, it was nice to have a longer episode again. It had been a while since we had one of those. Yeah, but you talk about commercials, bro. Yes. Good Lord. I, I really feel like the name of the episode should have been, How Long Does It Take to Die? Um, well, you know, it varies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on this show. Extremely. <laughs> uh, obviously. Depending um, on the season. Um, yeah, I mean, like if I had to grade the episode overall, I'd probably go with a strong 6.2. I, I don't know what to it give these episodes terrible. anymore. It's it's not it's not like I'm just brutally bored by the episode, but this was pretty slow. I can move it this way: if the episode was a container of itself, mm-hmm. think about what happened during the episode. We watched a kid die for an hour and twenty three minutes, minus the forty seven minutes commercial. <laughs> so really, you know, thirty seven yeah. minutes of actual footage. And we watched Morgan change his mentality Three for the two. 15th time. There you go. That is what we've watched. We watched Carol and Morgan save Ezekiel, like the 18, and then we watched Carl die. Yeah, I mean, with some pretty good acting mixed in there, though. I will say like the acting in this episode was pretty strong, I felt like. I don't have a problem with the acting in this episode. I thought it was fine. I'm gonna be honest with you. I thought that the the direction and the choppiness of the flipping back and forth mm-hmm. between stories and key moments was terribly distracting. When you had a solid moment, you know that you were feeling your heartstrings. It was immediately zipped away, and all of a sudden, yeah. you watch Morgan go and do annihilation mode. You know, I thought that was kind of. Eh. And we got to get rid of old man Rick. This oh. has got to be the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Like the well, beard good, looks bad. Explanation. But let's dive into the episode and just kind of go into what, what what it was and you know how it went. Do y'all want to break it into where it's just two parts? You yeah, know? definitely. Yeah. Okay. So I just want to make sure we're we're on the same page. Um, well, the episode. Do you want to do Carol Morgan first? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, like, just like the episode, we'll just throw in Old Man Rick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I'm right. Sorry. Well. The reality of it is, is that it first opens up with Morgan at the, you know, he's at a sniper outlook with his rifle that has a mm-hmm. silencer on it. He's looking at Negan's compound and we're just watching it and there, there's radio chatter and so on. And then all of a sudden we, we get a visual of the sniper, you know, him looking through the scope of three or four guys coming out of one window, three or four guys coming out of another window and they just start shooting zombies. Yeah. Now are these the walkers part of Negan's group? Yes. Because he made it, like when he was talking on the radio, he made it almost seem like it was a different group. No, no, no. Um, But once again, you have a sniper. Great way to start your season off with a load of horse shit. Yeah. First of all. They're building walls of bodies. Yes. With their perfect shots. And there's just this clear open space through the center. I'm like, come on, guys. It looks like a bulldozer drove through there and completely wiped them off to the side. There were so many things wrong with this. First of all, why didn't anybody shoot as soon as you saw somebody come out yeah, with a gun in the window? The first one. To me, like he has time to take out at least three of the six people who emerged from a window. Give me two. Or yeah. at least shoot one and miss the next one. 
Okay, or so at least just shoot once. Yeah, like just, you know, instead you watch them precision shoot walkers into a into stacks for at least thirty seconds. They stack them ten high, yeah. both sides of a clear path. With an automatic rifle from way up, and then just dropping them like headshots. Uh, uh, oh no, they're greasing these. Oh people. well, I mean, I know they are, but we know walkers don't die unless it's a headshot. So yeah, I mean, could you imagine what level of skill you would have to have to restrain yourself from shooting certain ones to make sure they fall into a pile correctly? I, I mean, it is unfathomable that this was like this was the idea we're going to put on film. Mm-hmm. Not to mention, they also knew exactly where Morgan was. Yes. Because as soon as they start shooting, they start greasing Morgan's window. Yeah, like this group starts shooting over here. This group starts shooting here. And then three or four people come, come out, out the middle door. Shoot a few people and shoot a few walkers in front of them, And then unload on Morgan's, you know, wherever his nest is up there. It's like an old like video game uh, arcade. He busted through the doors with the one hand on the gun and just started spraying up <laughs> at the top. And I was like, all right, we've gone there. I just... Here's the thing. They showed Morgan being shot at. According to what we've seen in the past, there were multiple sniper posts. I think we had like five. To me, to me, that even if there was just three, three snipers, as soon as they see people moving in those windows, we're dropping them like it's hot. You know what I mean? So half the people who come out that are doing the shooting to the walkers and even approach Morgan, mm-hmm. half of them should be shot at. Half of those shots should have killed somebody. You know, there was just so many things here. Not even a single round from Rick's crew was, was shot downrange towards any of these bad guys. And we we knew the one of the other sniper positions was the guy that fell off that tower and was hanging upside down. Mm-hmm. They didn't even give us a glimpse of him falling or how that happened. Yeah, you can imagine he was shot at. Him trying to get down, he trips, breaks his leg, and then he gets eaten. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever, yeah, whatever happens. But I'm just saying... They should have shown a couple of Negan's group getting blasted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even though Morgan says run. You know what I mean? Like, then how are all these people... Uh, they, we know they have multiple sniper rounds. We know they do. So, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of surprised. I was completely overshadowed, though, by the stacking the bodies in a row. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, just like you were calling such BS before we even got to that point. But it just sucks. It's like, that's how it started my episode. You know, I'm, you know I'm already low on this show as it is. Yes. And it's like... You immediately hit me with the bullshit meter. And I'm like, oh. I, I hate to say that Nir Katero has turned into, what kind of cool effect can I make? And let's not worry about how we get from the next part to the next part. That's all out the window. And it used to be kind of okay because the effect was so cool. But now but this one we, was just. This, I mean, this is just completely asinine. I no, mean, he still makes awesome walkers. He's fantastic at it. Yes, and, and we will talk about Special effects, them. great. Directing, not so great. But I'm just wondering, they made such a huge deal about, they, they came up with some plan where they were going to be able to evacuate the building. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Get everyone out of Negan's group into safety. You remember when you look down on there, it's like just bodies everywhere and stuff like that. And this is what they showed us. To Oh, yeah. well, that's how it happened. You know what I mean? Like We saw three people come out of the building and shoot, you know, running down that path and stuff. I'm like... This is what Eugene was talking about. This was his plan. This is going to take all this ammo and all this stuff. For someone talking about physics and everything, this was the best thing that he could come up with. This was like a brute. Like, we just shoot our way out, you know? 
Well, I mean, what would be the difference if you don't all just run out in the middle and just yeah, everybody back to back and just grease out to the sides? No way about crossfire or anything. Yeah, like and when you run out of ammo, step back, let the next person step up and just start shooting. I mean, it, yeah. I, Whatever. I don't want to dwell so much on the yes, garbage. It was scene. 100% BS to start out the episode. Then, how about this? Morgan runs downstairs, closes the door, goes outside, notices walkers at a distance. Mm-hmm. You notice there's music playing in the background. Okay, like that's supposed to be attracting them to somewhere else. Did y'all catch that a little bit? I didn't. I didn't even notice. Yeah, they were playing music in the background. So, like, that wasn't even in the image of the plan in anywhere, in any facet. You know, all you saw was guys come out shooting and everything else. So, anyway, he goes down there and they're walking. So, he starts tapping the fence. Now, I'm telling you, he walked a good 30 paces. Oh, he, he walked a long to way. To get to this building. And then decides, this might be a good idea to bring these walkers who are moving slower than our shit, you know, towards him. So he's tapping it and goes back the other way in just the exact time. Nick of time right there. Five or six walkers that are literally walking. I mean, not like they're Running coming at him fast or, or anything. You know, there's any urgency or anything like that. That five heavily armed guys come out. Completely and are, overwhelmed. And completely subdued that they have to handle that while he's chuckling as he leaves. I mean, they already had their guns up and out as I they were running don't outside. I understand how we consistently flub a situation like this. I just don't get it. Well, no, I, it's just, they live on coincidences. Yes. This whole show I mean, lives is, on it. Is this supposed to be master planning? Or, I mean, really? I mean... Is that the instinct you have is to draw walkers your way just so you have an exit plan? No, I liked what Morgan was doing, bringing him out there, but I don't like the fact that the doors open right as they get there. Yeah. Like, let them already be coming, and when they open the doors, then they turn and look at you. You Or just have them chasing Morgan and everything and make them make a decision. Do we save him and kill the walkers? Or just try to shoot at him or let them deal well, with him. Well, even to say, tr- try to shoot at Morgan. Yeah. And you see Walker's just getting blown apart as they're trying to get him. You uh, know, that would have been cool. I, I, I mean, I understand that the, you know, the idea is good, but the execution was so far, far gone for me. For him to go that far into the building, then start tapping him, and they'll watch him come so slowly, it just, it just, it, de- it deflated the whole situation. The coincidences of it ruin it. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. And we could have just made him run and it would have looked so much better. Because I was like, oh, Morgan's about to just go karate on five different walkers. (laughs) Yeah. It it just, I'm just, I so struggle. So, so struggle. All right. So then the next scene is him watching people going to uh, the kingdom. He sees the guy on the, in the trucks and stuff going down the road. And then he just, Comes out of the woods and starts jogging down the road towards them mm-hmm. right. to symbolize that's why he went there and the whole nine yards. I, mean, I get that he, they're filling the gap of why he went where he was. Because at the end of last season, he was outside the gates with Carol after King E let, and got all those people free. Yeah. So we're back at the kingdom. King E is talking to this, the leader. I can't even remember this guy's I forgot his name, name to save my life. No idea. You know, uh, but I really enjoyed softy. like their interactions with each other because he was like man we had such a good thing going you understood it i didn't ever have to worry you know just easy we lived with our situation yeah and now you're a dead man yeah you know what i mean and and i 100% get it the guy was 100% consistent of looking the part of not a real bloodthirsty killer he's not simon 
No. You know, he, he, this is what you needed out of the character. This is your grade A level C henchman straight out of henchman school. And he's <laughs> you know, just like, oh, shucks. I follow like, orders, but only because I don't want to die myself. Exactly. You know. But um, no, but that's the thing. That was, I think, the best line of the entire episode was Ezekiel coming at him. Mm-hmm. Like this whole time, you know, I thought you'd been protecting me, but really I've, I've been, been protecting, protecting you. You know what I mean? Because the fact that Ezekiel is playing along is keeping this guy decision. from having to deal with Negan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I thought that was the most telling and best line of the whole episode. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. And uh, so Morgan and Carol are, of course, Carol's out there talking to this young boy. What's his name? Henry? Henry. And yeah. there's a scene where there's this enormous line of food cans. Okay, he's tongue to strings and a walker has tripped on it. 100% prosthetic, 100% motorized walker, was not an actor, you know, and they come over and they kill it and Carol has her scene talking to him and what they need to do. And the boy's like, I'm ready. I've been taught. I can do this. Da, da, da. And then she agrees. No, she doesn't. Yeah, she No, was. no, I mean, like, she agrees he's been taught but doesn't agree to him coming with. Let me rephrase that. But he's not ready. You know, he's too young. You need to go do this. Yeah, she's yeah. Hell no, it ain't happening. You're staying. I'm talking about when he agreed, you know, she agreed that he was being trained, but he's not ready. Let me rephrase that. Um, so she leaves, gets with, you know, Morgan, and they decide they're going to break into the compound, okay, or kingdom, whatever you call it. And now, there is a little swipe scene where you see Henry run in there as yeah, fast as he can, Morgan right? Sees him Morgan running. sees him in there. And then it turns into, you know, Morganator, you know, T-100. We can take them out one by one. One by one. Okay, this is where they get so Mm wishy-washy. Okay, we already talked about Morgan's character and how much his, you know, whatever, his philosophy on killing has now flip-flopped and wavered. At least four times. Yeah. But it also has for Carol in this episode. Okay? Carol, remember, went Mm -hmm. cold-blooded. I think it was like killer. seven in episode seven and eight is when she went cold blooded killer. Just again, super killer. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then she got to be such a killer that she got like sick of herself and tried to run away, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then was like living like a hermit by herself. And they drug her back in. Oh, one of the best episodes when she mows them all down in the truck when she's telling them just go away, go away, yeah. you know. <laughs> and her sleeve is smoking because she took them all out. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying. But then she. Comes back in the fold and is mm-hmm. like, "All right, you you get what you pay for. I come to kill." Yeah, you know what I mean. And she's cold blooded killer again. Meets up with Morgan, and she's the one saying, "We don't have to go through him." Well, we I need, think that was more strategy to, wise though. Than I understand that, kill. but later on, it yeah. comes more to the forefront. She's yes, like, it "Does." <clears throat> and I'm talking about in the same scene. She says, "We don't have to go through him. We can let's do best to avoid him." And, and, he, and he's like, "No," and. Then she just immediately turns and goes, okay. All right, we go through them. You know what I mean? It's like we, we take them out yeah. one by one. I'm like, check. Well, damn, that was easy. Yeah. Morgan you know I mean? was like, I'm driving. She was like, well, I guess I'm getting in the back. Like, yeah. There's no twisting Carol's arm to kill. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So she's ready. Like you say, they go full-blown, just whatever you want to call it, dynamic duo in here. Oh, yeah. I mean. It, what was it like the Power Rings assemblers? Or it was like the one. Oh, uh, <laughs> God, that, that's what don't, they became. Don't, man. When our powers combine. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the first scene where they have getting into action is, is you have these guys with fire extinguishers 
multiple fire extinguishers, and they're just sputtering. Okay. They're not putting it out. They are killing as much time as possible to stand in one place going, I rewind this three times. I was like, are you kidding me, man? And then a couple guys, bring a couple more fire extinguishers. (laughs) And they bring two more out there, and they're still, fire has gone nowhere. Why? Why are they putting the fire out? I have no idea. They're leaving. What's yeah. the point? They they're gone from the kingdom. They have come back to the kingdom to put out the fires, and they're putting the fires out. I don't, <laughs> I'm telling you. So, hey, those meat pies. They, 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 uh, don't, they don't cool themselves. So off. of course, Morgan goes out there and stabs one through the chest, and I still have a hard time. This wouldn't stick. Yeah, there's no way being able to through. penetrate the body so easily, effectively skulls. I'm I'll damn, take yeah. the chest wound. I'm like, okay, there's some weight behind that. But your skull well, is he puts a, people down, a jelly neck. And yeah. he, he just stands over him and does a six-inch plunge, and he barely is moving his rotator cuff when he's doing it. <laughs> no. I'm like, you would have to thrust with all your body and might to be able to get it through the skull, unless you just went through the orbital socket. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Because it's not like it's a pencil sharp razor sharp you know yeah. wood stick it is a blunt edge armor you know object. essentially like a walking stick at this yeah. point for some of it i mean yeah uh, i was just like i'm sorry that isn't i mean that is just not that deadly of a weapon my friend you would be better off beating it, it with a stick oh, on the skull it would hurt like hell to get poked in the chest by that thing but it is not going through your sternum no not even close no. i mean you have to fall on that thing like a deadfall. Like uh, <laughs> from Mortal Kombat. Like kicked yeah. off the fucking stadium and then falling onto the bed exactly. of spikes. Yeah. Fatality. <laughs> or the edge. Yeah, falling yeah. in there. Watch your step. Ah! Uh, yeah. I, we would just have, have a lot of momentum, body weight, whatever. So, so all this, again, you know. He was trained by Steven Seagal. <laughs> was this in Russia or in yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In Cincinnati. Um, I just, that, that's what bothers me is that when you see this and then I, nothing against Carol and Miss McBride, but the, the two scenes where she supposedly hits him with the butt of the gun, I mean, that is a big rifle she's carrying and she swings that like she's picking up, uh, you know, a suitcase, slow meandering and it, it would have grazed off this big fella and him giggle, you know, from getting hit from it. Again, I know I'm being detailed, but I watched this three times because I just really want to see how they were going. And you can see on camera she completely whiffs him. And, of course, you know that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope so. I mean, but it's like not even <laughs> close. You know Damn what I mean? Melissa. <laughs> you know? I'm just saying, like, it just it didn't look like it was a, a, a hit that would take you. Like, oh, I'm down. And then he walks over and goes, you know, you're done. Yeah. It just didn't carry that. It just didn't. And then the very next scene, she's she's rocking a silenced Glock. That's what I was wondering. I was like, why are you hitting them over the head? Just pew. Yeah. We I, already know they're whispers in the movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? So just, you know. A nice little double tap. I just, go. And, and I think it was a go. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that right there, you don't go hit him with the butt of the gun where a guy can go, hey, or holler, or damn it, you know, Especially or hitting his head. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, especially since you, know, you already acknowledge the fact that if one gets away and alerts everybody, we're screwed. screwed. We're foobar. You know, and so that right there killed me. 
you know, and of course Morgan's like, he just comes around the corner and he's, sur- he's got, you know, two of them there and he just walks up, you know, right between the chest of one of them and neck of the other guy. Guy comes out the door to grease him. And of course there's McBride, you know, you know, Carol but, just drops him, you know. But the thing is he walks up and he goes, Hey, he even alerts yeah. him yeah. that he's there. You know, I'm just like, Oh man, come on. I know it. I mean, I don't know. You just needed the Terminator music in the background. You know, that's what you needed. I mean, that's what it <laughs> felt like. Dup, da, da. <laughs> da, 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 da. <laughs> I mean, it's just what it felt like. I mean, he's walking around like he's invincible. But he's also it, walking around like he's a maniac. Yeah. Because like he, he did have the wide out stance and everything. Oh, oh just God. plan be damned. He's just seeing red. Yeah. You know, he doesn't blink. No you care know, just, or concern no. for his own safety. And he just keeps saying, no. Yeah. No. Clear. Yeah. <laughs> so then it leads to where the leader of the group is talking to Ezekiel, getting in the truck, and then he starts to radio folks. And they're, you know, Gonzalez, you know, and whatever the names they're calling, and nobody's calling, and he pulls his piece, and he's like, yeah, something ain't right. And then all of a sudden you hear gunfire, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they're like, all right, everybody get inside, go inside. And they go into the, you know, to the theater, King theater or whatever, whatever you want to call it. And, um, would have been nice to see why you heard gunfire. Cause as of right now, there's stealthy devils. Oh yeah. yeah. Ghosts. It's just you all know, of a sudden. It's ghost recon out there. K-k-k-k-k. You know? And, uh, he's like, Oh Lord. And she takes him in there. So I counted it leader plus eight other people in the room. Couldn't take down. And then all of a sudden, we get a explosion at the front door. So evidently, we had pyrotechnics, or somebody grabbed a grenade, or they were able to set a, a bomb off. No, they a, had to have set a bomb. Yes, right, they'll go off with either a timer or a remote. I didn't so see that any C4, one of their satchels, but I didn't see. I any. didn't see that hanging on their purse or as they came some, in. Some dynamite. With a long, well, I didn't see string. Rosita. I didn't see any Rosita <laughs> later. I've been hiding this in my ass for a special moment yeah. here. Well, you got know. a light, you know. Um, Morgan does look a little bit tense. Uh, oh, <laughs> you know, I mean, that right there was like, okay, how did that happen? Okay, so let's move past the idea. All right, there's no conceivable way they showed us that there, he should have had an explosion as a diversion. But I'm sorry, guys. The biggest BS moment of the entire episode, even bigger than the zombie stacking in the beginning, was them kicking down this piece of wood like they're the A-team and shooting eight different targets in a wide-open theater room and killing majority of them before yeah. bullets start hitting the wall and Melissa McGride dives for her safety. I think they got And he doesn't. And he doesn't. The editing was bad because they show that person shooting at... Carol mm-hmm. already turned, aiming at her, greasing that area, and all of a sudden you see her like diving for her life. And I'm like, you would be just as toast as the other ones y'all are greasing from a oh, yeah, distance <laughs> here. I mean, you think diving just stops the bullets from just ripping you apart? I just, I don't know, man. It's like not only were you dead diving, but that is going to be a painful. <laughs> like even yes. if you do somehow survive, well, that like that Morgan didn't even flinch, no. I and mean, he's still the T100 up there, just you know, taking rounds, beast mode. I mean, and then if you walk, watch, not walk, if you watch the, how they edit it like you're talking about it, they're hitting the two guys on the far right, and then they go hit all the way across the room mm. to the far left, and then all of a sudden, the middle guy who's got Ezekiel takes a round in the leg out of complete randomness. Not a bullet hits the ground anywhere around him. Nope. He just takes the one magic bullet, you know, 
Well, the, magic bullet, JFK. Yeah, exactly. Into the ring, you know. I mean, <laughs> clean sweep. You know, and then like one guy takes a shot center mass. But if you notice something, he takes one bullet to the chest and no other bullets hit around him. Nope. You go back and watch them when they're editing. They're unloading automatic reference. I mean, like there's no situation where they're going bang, um, bang, uh, bang. You know, it's... They're spraying and praying yeah, in every direction. Believe that they so it's the never a situation where a guy takes one round and falls like he's dead to the you know door. But he definitely wasn't dead. Yeah, the same guy who takes the center mass shot, which by the way was in his chest. Not but in, in the his, next in the next scene, it like was in the kidney. gut. Yeah, it's in his know? guts. Yeah. Um, it was just, I mean, it was like really, really bad. A team or. You know, a Chuck Commando. Norris Delta movie, you know, kicking the door down and just spraying Uzis in different directions and everybody falling. And it was just, I just shaking my head, man. I mean, it's like, these are normal people. <laughs> she was a, you know, Susie Hellmaker, bakes cookies, cooks at home, a housewife. This guy, you know, there was, there's no combat training. No. There's no nothing. There is no diversion, kick things down and use assault rifles to take out a room of eight people fearlessly. I'm just sorry. It's just not in the mix. I just don't see it. And there were several times where, you know, she props the gun up to aim and she's closing her eyes because there's debris hitting all around her and she's shooting at somebody who's 30 feet away and there's no bullets hitting anywhere. You know, it just, again, the, the way it was shot, the way it was delivered, I was just constantly questioning, really? I mean, really? You know, to the point where eventually everybody's dead except for the leader of the group is on the floor who's nursing his leg wound. Yeah, away you know, from everybody else. And of course, he's, of course, he drops his gun conveniently right where King E is. So he's able to grab one, grab it, and kill the one guy left who has the shot on Carol. And then the other guy who took a center mass shot, which every other character we've ever seen who has been nothing but fluff or cannon fodder who takes a single round, even in the shoulder is dead on impact. This guy gets up, attacks Morgan beats the shit out of Morgan. Yeah. Beats the crap out of him. I mean, he's going to kill Morgan. Yeah, he's choking him and Morgan is able to take his hand. And this is not a Walker. No, ladies and gentlemen, this is a human being Lied non-turned and is able to stick his hand into a gun wound. You know, like a gun not wound. even like one or two fingers initially. No, like he, I mean, he gets he, the whole he hand, it. and is able to grab small intestines and start pulling it out. Is this the most painful way to die? New pornography is what it is. Oh, <laughs> we, 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 we've invented uh, this a some new, crass type shit. The fourth hole has now been. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good God! <laughs> what <Fourth> navel? <laughs> the new navel. You mean like the ninth hole? <laughs> giggity, giggity! I use them all. Son. <laughs> all right, airtight. Are we to say that the rule of cool per, over over prevails? The complete. Uh, no was, way this happened. I think so because this one was I actually so. pretty cool. It was like, pretty rad. Pull it, right, pull because if we went out. into the detail oriented, if they were shooting two, two, three rounds, he would have something a little bit larger than a twenty-two round, and, and nowhere near that would be the possibility of him getting two fingers into this hole. No, or much less anything else. Now, if it was an exit wound, I could see something differently. So, the, so rule cool rules on this one is yeah. that yes, we've never seen a person on The Walking Dead being killed because their entrails were pulled out from a gun wound. I mean, yeah, this, this is took- some machete type shit. Trust <laughs> <laughs> he didn't like pair, you know, <laughs> yeah, just- go down the side of the building with him. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just bungee his way down the stage. Was, right. So to me, this was one of the first cool, really enjoyed part of the episode for me. Is that, you know, we finally got something new, original. Because I kind of felt like we had kind of hit that stale mark yeah. of yeah, but something new. How about the henchman seeing him do it and be like, running off, you guys are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Way to deflate the episode. Right? Yeah, <laughs> the scene right there. He's just limping along. You guys are crazy. Well, the other thing is too, is that he's crazy and he runs out and Morgan, who evidently didn't miss any targets when he came in like a team style, shoots the wall three or four times beside him yeah. when he's still in you know perfect view. So, I mean, after we've already hit the middle guy who had no chance of even being hit with a bullet correct. outside of wanted, and bam. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. where was the curved bullet to go around the hallway and get him? You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> so then it turns into um, Morgan T-1000 searching for my victim hiding. You know, again, we need the music again. We need him walking around. We need, and, like, the red sensor glasses. Yes. Like, look at heat vision. Exactly. We <laughs> need the scene where it's all red and the little circles searching different areas, yes. you know, and calculating. acquired. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Uh, heartbeat detected, almost like the predator's eye. You know what I mean? Want some candy? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> classic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and so in, in classic form, you know, the guy's sitting there and Morgan just takes down whatever he's sitting next to to uh, make him completely fall yeah, out of it. You know, like cardboard box as far yeah. as I can turn. <laughs> I mean, I was like, it's a homeless beggar. He just pulled out of it when we were sleeping slumber. <laughs> He'll never see me behind this 12 pack of cans. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, uh, henchman does look like a homeless person. Yeah, so true. I mean, he's like true. maybe homeless people are still around. So again, when the guy gets there, you know, he's pleading for his life. Kill him, he won't do anything back. Da 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 da. You know, and again, I'm still expecting target acquired. You know, execute. <laughs> da 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 da. Sirocana. Yeah. <laughs> Red dot laser comes out of nowhere from its staff. You know, it's uh, <laughs> so, so for Bill Paxton to jump out. And- <laughs> Your dog beat pal. <laughs> so he he's pausing and he's about to do this and of course Carol's like, It's not worth it, don't do it and he just picks him up. Here we go. This is what I'm talking about. Yep. This is Carol Yeah wavering again. Yeah. Yeah. She was perfectly fine busting into the room and mowing down every individual in there with automatic fire. So I'm saying, well, this guy's standing here, and because he doesn't have a gun in his hand, and because, you know, the whole nine yards, well, let's just hold off. And she says, you told me, Morgan, we don't have to be this way anymore, and stuff. I'm like, Carol, you've been murdering yeah, since they woke you out of your look, house. Yeah. You're, you're number two in the kill count, only behind Rick. Okay, let, let's be honest. Well, no, she might be number Rick. one. Yeah. You she, think so? Well, she blew oh. up a... Terminix or whatever. She killed a whole caravan of people yeah, by herself. True. All right. You know, and all then right. took nine bullets. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the Terminator. <laughs> yes. The Carolinator. Is 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 cut the skin off her arm <laughs> and reveal her exoskeleton. What's <laughs> <laughs> her endoskeleton? Don't give endoskeleton. Yeah, my bad. Um, Season nine just starts off with her in the pose <laughs> and everything. Fire coming out from her behind her. The ball. <laughs> she comes in the sphere, lightning striking a semi truck. Oh, <laughs> uh, there it goes. And but it's like no, you're also trying to talk down a guy who literally ripped out someone's guts. Yes, I, I don't think that person can be talked to. And I 100 percent agree with you. And then you know, so he pauses. Like, he's not going to do it. Like, she has reached him emotionally, yeah. mentally, and verbally, oh. and so on. And all of a sudden, I have to. Yeah. And then, 
out of nowhere, the, Henry. the stick comes through his throat. Oh, 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 you know, and I'm sitting and you, I'm looking at the end of the stick. And again, blunt object. Well, not only blunt, like come out through level. Correct. And his four foot sawed off self didn't get no <laughs> stick level through his neck. Yeah, he did, bro. This is like little baby Ninja Gaiden. Oh, <laughs> jumped up. And... Are we to believe that this ten-year-old? Let's give him a, a oh, benefit of the doubt. Okay, benefit Double of the doubt. Ten years old, you know, like that has the thrusting ability to stick to stick through somebody's complete neck. I'll give the neck over the sternum. All done. I mean, that's yeah, some you soft the, meat. At yeah. least. Soft tissue on the side there. If yeah. he'd have gone right through his Adam's apple, I'd have called it total BS. But luckily, it was to the side. It was a little to the bit. side. Uh, you but know, still. More plausible than putting the body, you know, through the, through the body or through the skull. Completely. Yeah, a lot of it's garbage. I would have given the old Gaddafi. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I think I go for the old spit roast. Just like, yeah. <laughs> Don't mind me. We're just going to twist you over the fire. Yeah. <laughs> the old rotisserie. You ever heard of it? Let's get so, medium rare. Yeah. <laughs> So afterwards, they had the conversation with the boy, which I didn't understand why that was even necessary to put that on the film. No. I really don't. You know what I mean? If anything, you say, this is what the world has brought us to, that a kid is wanting to do this. You know what I mean? Them having the like the birds and the bees conversation with this guy regarding killing people yeah. made no sense to me. It was like, you <laughs> you don't want to shove your shaft through somebody's <laughs> neck like that. <laughs> really, we don't create new holes. You know, so. <laughs> We use the existing ones. Never heard of me too. (laughs) (laughs) You got to have consent to shove your shaft. So, uh, to me, that was a really weird way to end that. You know, it was just not necessary. You know, that's just that's so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You don't want to impale an unsuspecting victim. Quotation or future partner. (laughs) Can't shove things through and down throats. That would make him quite uncomfortable. (laughs) Do you understand? The words coming out of my mouth. <laughs> All right. I'm moving off from yeah. these two. Okay. We, Henry has had his moment in the light, okay? Now we're going to talk about Rick, Michonne, everybody in the tunnel. Just dead Carl. The tube and dead it. Carl. You know, or the dying Carl. Or slowly, the extended death of Carl. Slowly graying Carl. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. First of all, do we think that Chandler Riggs did a good job of delivering his fine final moments of an hour and twenty three minutes? No, but I mean, if this is, I thought it started off really well, but at the very end, I got so just cheesed, balled out with the dream stuff that I, I kind of like. I don't think it was his fault the dream sequence, but actually at the end when he's talking like about the dream and stuff, I'm like, ugh, it's giving me the. Just the douche chills, yeah, like all over the place. And I, was, I wasn't feeling that as much. I liked the beginning part of it. I did too. <clears throat> I'm when with he's you. when he's first going, you know, sweaty and pale, <laughs> and yeah. paler and paler. Yeah, um, I thought that was all pretty well done. It's it's just when they get to the, like him talking about the dream and stuff. Uh, okay. I was just like, all right, come well, on, man. The other thing is too is that they put too many instances of the dream in there. That's the other thing. Like you, the very beginning of the episode starts, 
you know, with like watching him get bit again to say, hey, you dumbasses that didn't catch it the first time. Here it is, him getting bitten. Okay. And did you ever go back and watch it? I, I did. And, it, you know, because that looks like a completely could, different scene. It was much more detailed this time. Yeah, on this you know because like when he's uh, when I saw that I was like, "There's no way this was the same scene." Because like he when we talked about him saying, "You know, I was yeah. surprised more people weren't talking Look, about it. We're actually caught off." Guard. F Gimple and Talking Dead when he's like, "I'm just shocked nobody's figured to solve this and da, 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 and this is completely baffling." Because yeah, I, like, I went and, back and watched it. They didn't show it. it yeah, didn't they didn't show, show it. it. You they know what I mean? And he's like, oh, he clearly shows it away. And it, what a great job acting about it. I was like, bullshit, man. You didn't you didn't say none of that. And so then this scene shows him and going, if I'm not, ah, you know. If I'm not mistaken, if you watch the original scene, Carl has blood like all over him. Yeah. From his titties down. Yeah. From stabbing the one over the yeah, top well, of the him. One he's I mean, shooting him yeah. And he's sitting in a deer carcass. But the fact is, that's what I'm saying, he's like has blood all over him. That's why you can't see he has a wound because mm-hmm. right. blood is just everywhere. Um, I swear that's what it looked like. It was. I'm not, I'm not mistaken, right? No, no you're, not. you're not mistaken. Um, you're not at all. And but, that, this, but in this, he's clean. Yeah, he's got the white shirt. And, and it you just see the has mark. the blood stain where his bite is and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like, a uh, little bit off here. Yeah, it, it just it didn't sink. Okay, yes, you're giving us a new version of it. I really didn't see, I understand the reason why. I guess that was just to confirm other people who are like, oh, it might have been a, you know, a whisper or something else, bite, or you yeah. know, he had dentures. You won't die, you know. I'm like, good god. Anyway, I mean, this was just them forgetting dentures. That. Yeah, that was a theory out there that not a bad idea. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't really see how walkers were able to keep the dentures yeah. in, you know. But whatever. Uh, same reason they're able to walk around as skeletons. Dental glue, obviously, <laughs> without <laughs> muscles. <laughs> All right. So then, of course, you get a, another glimpse. All right. So we have established now, I know at the end of it, they're, you know, you kind of get the idea that, yes, this is a dream sequence that Carl has come up with. So they've Mm -hmm. given us a visual of it. It does not explain why Rick has the oldest and I swear it looks like a bleached beaver ass stuck to his chin. It is just the most (laughs) rigid styrofoam looking beard I've ever seen in my life. I mean, literally, if you see him talking, it moves with it. I mean, like it's it's not it's, a, good. it's an immovable you know structure within its own space, and then why does he have a cane? I know the cane is there purely for the comic book purists. Everybody yeah, who knows that one hundred percent, and I get that. You know, we talked about it in our preview cast of this entire season of, of the future and the possibilities and what it means. Da 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 da. But the reality of it is, is that they're based on this explanation of why we're getting this visual. Mm-hmm. There is no reason for that cane to be in there. No, like he doesn't even have a limp. If this is supposed to be his ideal picturesque future, then why does he look like former military with a white fuzz glued to his face in a cane? It uh, It looks like a like a bird's nest, but so tightly cropped. Yeah, you know I, what I mean, mean and fit. You know, Michonne wouldn't put up with that shit. I know it, man. It looks like a styrofoam <laughs> ball was glued to his face, and he's yeah. sorting that off in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, yeah, keep this shit up, Rick. I mean, <laughs> uh, you know, it just doesn't. Make, and here's the other thing. You know, and, and I'll talk about it. You know, let's get the dream sequence over with. Okay, the bottom line is, is you know, of course, we're talking to Jerry. We're talking this. You're on masonry duty. That's to, you know, ho ho. You know, I get all that. New houses. Uh, Judith is much older. We're going to say she's in the six to seven year old range. Okay. It's like three Easily. days away, right? All right. And so on. But Father Time Rick 
is what we're getting a visual of. Pure, white, crisp beard. Pure, white, with slightly gray fox hair highlights, correct? Pretty gray. Pretty yeah. darn gray, right? The whole nine yards. Seven years. Then he we get the visual this. of who? <laughs> Negan? Timeless. Yeah. Never aged. Like his his Looks facial hair. No, got he's white. got gray. Yeah. He's got a, a, a small bit of gray. He ages way better than Rick. Oh, my God. Problem is, Rick has this ridiculous beard, this ridiculously gray hair, and what we're, what we're going to call this? Three, four years maximum? Max. Max. As a, as a so poor soul who is already graying in his early 30s. Man, it go. takes time. Yeah. We can go yeah. poor, though. I'm like. sorry, dude. He must have been hit with the largest lightning, lightning bolt. <laughs> or, or no doubt. What are you, or he drank an unnecessary amount of peroxide and has been bleaching his face and hair for years. He's Sammy Sosa. <laughs> I mean, have y'all seen Sammy Sosa? Oh, I have not seen Sammy Sosa in a looking. while. He Do is as white as this lampshade right here. No. I'm telling you, man. White is scary looking. It is horrifying. He's darker. almost as bad as Rick looks in this episode. Almost. Could be worse. I'm going to have to look up a picture it of Sammy is, Please look at the transition from original Sammy to new Sammy. Well, like original Woo-hoo! Sammy like before steroids and cork bat. Well, we're, we're talking about skin color only here. Okay. We're talking Michael Jackson to worse than Michael Jackson at death. That's impressive. I mean, like, yes, he, he looks almost white. I don't I'm telling you, this guy color. was this guy was hit with a peroxide bomb in his face, and the, you know, there's a reason he has ultra white beard and face. I mean, it's just it's unbelievable. Yeah. So this the whole dream concept or this future ideal future, it makes no sense for Rick to look the way he does unless he's been you know mutantized or genetically processed <laughs> or he did hit by lightning or didn't he run through that swamp? thing yeah. yeah i mean with the he, chemicals like, he washed his face you know that's what it was yeah took a bath um i mean it, like it just does not match the concept of you know of anything it is purely lip service for your comic book readers and it is a very very poor rendition of what it should look was. like i mean it's no problem with him having a big beard but make it look like he had the beard when he first entered alexandria it was gray and nasty and ruffly and da 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 You know what I mean? It was nasty. I mean, you could bring that back out and make it and shape it up yeah. a little bit so it looks authentic. Not father time. No. I mean, I mean Gandalf was jealous. I'm just telling you guys. I mean, he what was you, missing the cane and the robe. What do you think about the fact that the dream showed Jerry, Rick, Michonne, Eugene, Judith, Eugene, and Negan. Judith and Negan. Not Daryl. Not Tara. Yeah, not Rosita. Not Rosita. Not, uh, not Father Maggie. Gabriel. Morgan. Was Morgan in it? No. Mor- no. No Carol. No Carol. I mean, a majority of your characters weren't in it. It was very surprising who they But beat. I'm just saying. I think it was very purposeful. It was showing the main family nucleus. Jerry was the odd one. And then it showed the other half of the coin with... You know, Eugene, Eugene and, Negan. and Negan. And of course, Eugene, you know, he's making his... Eugene uh, Eugene befuddled me. I had no idea why they... Yeah, I mean, the, the whole you know glass jar I'll, over an umbrella, you know. The fact that they have Negan makes it okay to show Eugene. Jerry is way off the walls. Yeah, like he doesn't fit in the image. No. That was strictly to show that the kingdom still lives. But they didn't show Maggie or anybody. Or Ezekiel. Or Ezekiel. Yeah. And they just had... Cause, and Jerry came over for dessert... Yeah, he like, came up for some custard or something. I don't know what it was. Right. So, <clears throat> what do we think this 
you know, this future or, you know, his fantasy or whatever like that. What is it trying to tell us? I honestly have no idea. It has everything to do with the final scene. It has everything to do with the fact that Negan's there in the dream. Yes. This is to tell Rick. Don't kill Negan. In the war, you can coexist. But, I mean, Rick's been trying to. Well, actually, this is the first time Rick hasn't tried to coexist, really. Because, like, he just sees Negan as the complete. Well, he's made the decision to be a killer, and he won't He won't stutter or yeah. make a mistake or take risk I, again, all that kind of stuff. If they go this <clears throat> route, how is it even remotely possible that two or three, four or five people in this group would allow Negan to breathe? Especially considering this is the guy who kills Abraham, kills Glenn. There's no, and no way telling what else Rosita he does. or Maggie... Let's him live. Let's this happen. No. But does Rick or Tara? No, no way Tara either. Or probably Morgan. Or Daryl. Because Daryl blames himself yeah. for Glenn. Maybe even Henry. Like I don't even think the ten year old's gonna let Negan live. That I can't see it. In a way, I look at it like, hey, those people weren't in the dream because those people aren't gonna be around. For this, no, there's no way we. I'm lose. telling you, I, I don't think that about Maggie. Maggie's the only one I think is the <clears throat> most reasonable human being yeah. in the group, right? But I mean, still, then you bring in another kid, and that's always difficult. I'm just saying, whole nother settlement. Yeah, they communicate and stuff like that, but Daryl and everybody else is in that one, while Rick and company are over here. I mean, I, I don't know why that where my head goes there, but I think about like who's not in the dream, who yeah. is. Well, I mean, there's a reason for it. Ezekiel, once again, a reasonable person would be okay with even trade yeah. coexisting. Maggie, God, it's a stretch, but she is. I don't know if Ezekiel would be anymore after seeing all of his people get mowed down and everything. He is still a very Survivor. reasonable dude. Yes, you know what I mean. Given he's the one over telling him. You don't have to make this choice. It's never too late to turn back. Da 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 da. You know right. what I mean? Right. <clears throat> and Maggie has shown time again yeah, that no. she can schluff stuff off. Yeah, she can make she'll her, she'll her show her or anything yeah. for the yeah. better of the group. Yeah, there, there, there's no doubt. But we'll, we'll, let's go back to we'll go to predictions toward the end like that. But let's just talk about the Carl and uh, what is the extended talk death about though. I mean, it's like <laughs> this is true. All I right, mean, well, I guess the le- do we think the letters are going to play a part later on in the season? I think so. I mean, they have. I to, think right? they'll unfold them as we get into story arcs for different characters. You know how Walking Dead does. We're going to have an episode that focuses on little pockets of people, mm. and those letters will become integral. We're going to get to how whole... they respond because we're going to see Carl die every single episode because you're going to get to see a new experience of somebody realizing he's dead and getting a note or different things of that nature. So we're going to get a constant reminder oh, I of can't Carl. Take that. We're going to have a whole episode of Enid for sure. For oh, sure an episode yeah. of Enid. Yeah, I'm just of her whatever, roaming around, planting a bush or something. Who knows. We're going to get skating it. Skating somewhere down the nice yeah. peaceful road. Burying her roller skates. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> wearing the hat wearing the old uh, going to the old hole in the tree right alright so just want to call out a few things that kind of were little details that bothered me a little bit um, you know Rick's like y'all go Michonne's like no I'm staying with you that's great they have some more moments with him they have a lot of conversation Daryl takes Judith Daryl takes Judith and moves on you know he has his little moment I'll, I'll keep her safe you know she's fine he has me. another moment too will be their worst fucking nightmare yeah <laughs> 
Because oh, that's right. Daryl, we have a, you're our worst nightmare. <laughs> if we and the odor in this sewer is only magnified by you. <laughs> it's more your fault than it is Sadiq's <laughs> fault. Over here. So you give us Merle. You got Glenn killed. Yeah, really. You smell like shit. You smell worse than this fucking sewer we're in. <laughs> and the reason the child's crying is not because of her. It's because of you. <laughs> Don't leave me with this unwashed heathen. <laughs> so anyway, there, there's. The, I'm sorry. Worst acting goes to Rosita on this episode, and, you know, because oh, this is your fault. Da, da, da. He's right. Okay, we'll listen to you. I mean, like the most monotone. Like everything is cool now. And I've made a decision. Everybody follow. You know, I'm just like, oh my god, I, I just don't. Get, I don't get her. Like uh, her, her, her character has die bombed to the point of where you know we're we're at the abyss now. I'm I'm I would celebrate if we just see her walking along and then her head explodes from a random sniper shot, <laughs> and they're just like, oh shit, and they just keep running. I'd be like, hell yeah, you know. <laughs> no, I just want to see her running with a janky piece of dynamite. And her just blow up like saving Private Ryan with the sticky bombs. Oh. You know what I'm saying? It's like, he's going to... Oh. oh. <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah, really. Like she cooks a grenade but forgets about yeah. it. Yeah. It's, like, just, oh, we're gonna play. it's like watching Running Man just fight a turn along. Yeah. Don't do it. My 17th boyfriend taught me this. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Must have been Abraham. Yeah. Uh, just I, wish this screen was scratch and sniff. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, again, yeah, there's not much to talk about. He says, so they get up, and you have this, it's pitch of night. Houses are on fire. They're trying to get him over to another house, evidently that is not blown up or destroyed. He can't make it any farther. So they decide to take him into the destroyed church, okay, which, correct me if I'm wrong, was hit, it was grenaded and then burned. It was burning the last episode we saw. Well, they was, go inside this church. Blown it's no longer burning. And you know, like that, of course. And they lay him down in front of this window. And there's a cool little shot there. I'll give him credit for this, where they're sitting there talking to him, and the light coming in from the blown out window is kind of hitting him. I thought that was pretty neat. And they're talking to him, and we're doing the waterworks, and you know they're doing a good job showing the emotion. I, I give him credit for all that. He's not able to go any farther, so I feel like we're at we're at moments from death. Yeah. <laughs> It's starting to look like a boiled hot dog. Yeah, it is yeah. I mean, it's his <laughs> shirt gray tones. The shirt is completely soaked. It Michonne is hitting this little bitty napkin. I mean, just dabbing in random locations, and his shirt is beyond. He could wring it out and fill a bucket. This is the extent of Morgan's acting this episode: dabbing Carl's death sweat. <laughs> yeah, I so, mean, but let me get the ice spot real quick. Like, oh. so we're in this church for what seems to be a good minute. Okay, to the point where Carl finally decides to un you know unclick and you know where he can unsheathe his silenced pistol, his okay. super badass thigh sheath, yes, yeah. you know holster. I mean, this thing is like straight uh, out of Resident Evil. It's amazing. I mean, it's so badass. <laughs> really, this whole I, deal. I, I, I'd be I like, want to go to an apocalyptic world. Just Carl, I miss you, <laughs> dibs. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Carl. <laughs> Don't fuck with me, Michelle. Dips. <laughs> Rules of dips. You've already what, got what, a big old gun. It was like you just hear Daryl go, sons. Mine. Yeah. <laughs> Claimed. Yeah, Claimed. Claimed. That, that's what it was. Claimed. Claimed. <laughs> <laughs> I added it into the tube. Rick's like, what the fuck? Claimed. <laughs> he says, 
You got the python. She's got the sword. <laughs> I want that badass silence pistol. <laughs> yeah. So I can stop using this gosh for the sake of the crossbow. Yeah. Keep losing the damn arrows. You know? <laughs> so <laughs> so he, he's unsheathing. He doesn't actually take it out yet. But Rick's like, oh, no, 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 no. And, of course, he gives him the little speech. And he's like, I, I can take care of it while I still can. Okay, I'll give you all that. I do. Then Michonne and Rick go outside. And they're just kind of hanging out on the porch. Was this Rick, when they were digging the hole? Or No. No, they're standing on the porch. They're just sitting on the porch. And he's just sitting there. All, it is daylight, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It is crisp. Daylight, not morning dusk or He's anything been else. Alive for hours. <laughs> yeah. After I can't make it to the house, let's get to the church. Completely yeah. out of nowhere. You know, it's over. <laughs> you see Rick go oh, somewhere. Yeah, the jolt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Michonne's just frozen. Just. <laughs> I mean, I mean. He took an effing long time to Dude. make the decision to pull the trigger. But to me, he's already a walker and getting up and coming at him by this time. Oh, yeah. with a gun in hand. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, that would have been awesome. <laughs> that would have been awesome. You know? Oh, if he got like the they rage. are like waiting for him to do it, and they don't. They turn around, <laughs> he's coming out the door. Oh. Just gets the hatchet. Yeah. <laughs> just Ooh, <laughs> full circle. Just throws it like frontier. Yeah. Takes the other eye out. Yeah. <laughs> just like moves up. goes flying. Don't hurt the holster. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so I was like, oh, don't. And, and then it looks like they're dealing, digging these most shallow graves. Yeah, I was about to say, like, I hate to be harsh oh, on like, a digging of a grave scene. Okay. But there was no power being like. Rick Rick was putting a little something in it. Michelle uh, was moving dirt around. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle's scratching her name in the dirt with the edge of the shovel. I'm just like, what are you Coming doing? Coming out with the full, full load and everything. It makes me laugh to no end to see somebody digging a hole without their foot. Without using yeah. their foot to dig. They're just like, ugh. <laughs> just barren wasteland. It's like, are you going full bend over? All shoulders and yes. <laughs> forearms. Just, I'll just muscle this dirt out of here. You might as well get out of there with your teeth. No, not only that, when they're digging, it's super loose dirt. They're moving around. Yeah, no, no, no. no, no that's not even compacted. Or... That's filling the hole. Yeah, That's at least loose dirt. They're refilling the hole. True. You got I'll me on give that. them that one. Oh, they were filling? I thought they were emptying it. No, the no, first one, so, they're digging. There's okay, there's, yeah, yeah. There's, but there's several one. scenes where you see them putting dirt back in. You're absolutely right. But that is horseshit digging <laughs> when Michonne's over there. I almost felt like we were watching Into the Badlands where they digged a six foot oh. hole with a flat shovel. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, oh, that. hell no. I was also, watching. In the middle of winter, was yeah. when they were digging the, that hole. In the tundra. <laughs> Snow still like I don't give on. a damn where it is. <laughs> you ain't digging shit you with a flat shovel. With the flat. <laughs> no. I, what Michonne was doing with that shovel, molesting that. <laughs> Tools. <laughs> I was just like, this is absurd. <laughs> Michonne puts a back into it. <laughs> he'll, he'll be dead for days by the time. <laughs> yeah, you got your hole about a foot deep. and yeah. He's been over rotting. <laughs> Not once did we see him step on the back of that shovel. No. no stomp a time. hole in that thing. No, that I, dirt was already all chewed up for them to doing. make it look good. What are they doing right now? <laughs> It's like, it was like the first grave they've ever dug or something. And I was like, we've yeah. done It makes this me look times. at them go like, y'all have never operated a fucking shovel before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is, they can handle a machine gun in a, a katana. And not to mention, the person filming it, the people that are like, oh, that's a good scene. The, the boom like, guy? 
But then there's the guy who's the grip. Yeah. And he's like, the fuck are they doing with that shovel? <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> he's like, I don't want to speak up. I don't want to get fired. Yeah, but, but my God. Yeah. Any man worth of salt would be like, <laughs> going to be here for days <laughs> doing like that, man. <laughs> that shovel's hashtag me too at this point. I'm uncomfortable it watching it. <laughs> <laughs> right, the, the shovel gets a mustache, you know. It's like can't put me on camera, guys. Like, yeah, right. uh, <laughs> yeah so the shovel getting sag pay. Yeah. Is it a stunt shovel? <laughs> Don't injure me, <laughs> Jesus. No shovel was hurt during the filming. No, no. <laughs> obviously, pay for, for Michelle to get a blister in her fingerless gloves. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Can't even catch a blister digging for Carl's dead body over there. This is just absurd. Oh, hey, God. Can't, can't ruin those uh, sniper fingers or anything. Yeah, you know, right. no, can't those. Anyway, so the episode. Another tool she molested. <laughs> I'm trying to close this shit out over here, man. Let's go. All right. So the episode wraps. And of course, that's when it goes back to the dream sequence and the big unveil that Negan's over there picking tomatoes. And that's the big, holy crap, hey, Judith, you know, so on. Okay. Now, given this was a good little shock and awe scene of the episode, it definitely throws a wrench in a lot of things and, you know, the whole nine yards. But do we really believe that Negan is going to live and survive once this this war is over, the season over, the whole nine yards? During the episode, I thought about it a little bit. I was like, okay, I can see it. But after talking to y'all and everything about it tonight, no chance. Like, yeah, I mean, he's just got to Well, die. here's another thing to throw in the wrinkle. At the very end of the episode, you see Rick again with that scene of him leaning on the tree with the stained glass window hanging from the tree. Mm-hmm. Bleeding and he, out. And he's bleeding out from a wound in his, you know, his kidney or side. And where he says, you know, my mercy prevailed or something to that nature and so on. Meaning like he's saying that he showed mercy in a time when he shouldn't have. And to me, that's the know. only clue to the end of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Given we went over what the comic book tells us happens, this or so on. But I think the wound in his side is very telling. The scar tissue this poor bastard must have on that <laughs> side <laughs> of yeah, his like, body. Well, you grazed me. Yes. You've been shot there like twice now, Rick. Stabbed there, I think, yeah. a couple times. Uh, yeah. All, All his he, wounds are on that side of his body. The love handles. Yeah. You know? I mean, oh, there's no love handle left. Yeah. The exit wounds alone were just torn them off. <laughs> yeah. It's just hip bone mm-hmm. and, yeah. Yeah. and extra scar tissue. At this it. point, it's like a cartoonish just hole right there. <laughs> the skin's grown inside of it. Even the coyote's like, <laughs> like oh, witness and Harrison Ford. putting her arm through it like, look at me, magic. <laughs> you know, I just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen with the Negan thing. Like I said, it's hard to believe Maggie, Rosita, Daryl, Tara, any of them would Carol, like, even allow him to live. to live. So it's not just convincing Rick. Rick can be convinced, likely. Yes, I think Rick will be convinced. It will be somebody turning their back against him. Yeah, it'll like, probably be Daryl. Fine, Negan. Fine. You can live. As a slave. And then just <laughs> Daryl jumps off a roof and just, just impales him just with the shovel. right through his head. <laughs> Comes down with the toilet and just lands right on top of his head. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, to me personally, I think the whole scene here where he could possibly live and that's the idea and so on is is, is merely diversion. 
of what's going to happen, in my opinion. I really feel like it's going to be a, you know, he's going to try, but it doesn't work out. You know, yeah. like, like he tries to live by his son. There's more to the speech. You know what I mean? You know, I let mercy prevail. Like that let it still happen. To... You, know, you know, there's something to more to this. Um, like they did in the very first episode, there was a image of, you know, old man Rick. And then we got an answer at the first episode of the, of the new half season. I think purely that whole thing, well, he's at the tree is purely just candy for us to, you know, salivate for at the end, but it's a pure diversion to what they're going for. That's just my opinion. Um, you know, quick run up of the previews. <clears throat> you see a quick shot of Eugene making a bullet. You see a quick shot of uh, Negan holding a bat with guts all attached to it. I know what that means. You guys know what that means, but I'm not going to spoil it for anybody. Um, there was a scene of you know them bringing the box in, and they see Dean, you know, who had turned into a walker, <clears throat> you know, and them seeing you know with the box on top of it saying I got 38 more, and uh, you know highlighting what Maggie had done. Um, there was like one or two other things where they're running around. And then of course there's a scene where Simon's talking to the, the garbage pail people, you know, and you also hear Negan talking to Rick. Who's next? And he's like, you are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do we think like Negan shows any remorse for Carl? Oh, absolutely. I think so. Yeah. Absolutely. I think when he says my son's dead and it's your fault or whatever, or however it's done like that, he's going to be, you know, he'll, he'll, I think there'll be a good dialogue. I'm excited to see what he says and does. Yeah. Cause like, I think there's going to be some real emotion. I mean, like the last time those two talked, you know, I thought we were getting somewhere, kid, you little shit, you know, and, you know, I thought all I that bet, stuff was great. I bet there's a letter to Negan. I wouldn't be surprised uh, if there was. That's a great call. I bet there is. Yeah. Like that's, you see him marking out letters mm-hmm. and stuff like that, trying to get the right ones. And he puts the Enid letter on top, and you think that's what he's doing, but. I wouldn't be surprised like if there's not a... Thinking. Dude, I think that's on the money. Yeah. I think that's absolutely... And I think that that'll be revealed towards the end as, like, there's a reason he, you know, if he does live, and then shortly after, you'll see him pull out the letter for Negan. From Carl. So, yeah. From Carl. You know what I mean? As that is, like, the culmination that Carl's death had a purpose and that it rings true for the whole season. Totally see that. Totally see that being a cool way to wrap it. I still don't see him living because of the letter, but... I like to tie in for the possibility of it. Well, to me, I'm hoping he does live. I mean, I know a lot of people are done with Negan, but I think people are done with Negan as a bad guy. Yeah. I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a great actor, very charismatic, and I think if they do him the right way and if he's written properly moving forward, he could be a great person to be a part of the cast, especially if they get rid of some of the other cast. You know what I mean? I'm going to go ahead and say, we didn't talk about this, but this was the lowest rated season premiere Mid-season premiere of the entire show ever. I believe it. It was like a um, 3.6 rating or something like that. It's the lowest premiere episode Walking Dead's ever had. Yeah. And this may be a total just shot in the dark. I think Walking Dead has one more season. After after this, it'll have another (laughs) two eight-run I mean, seasons. with all the allegations and stuff that like AMC has been going through and everything, like, <clears throat> yeah. and then the viewers dropping, there's a real chance it's... What like, I'm saying is, take advantage of Jeffrey Dean Morgan... While you can. ...for one season, and then call it quits. Very possible. 
If they're already showing <clears throat> old man Rick dreams and shit, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, like, and you killed Carl, so like you kind of didn't want the show to continue on as long as it could. Right. And as far as I'm concerned, the comic book stuff is kind of Carl's story. At this point, I think. It very much is. Like, the the where it goes from here is very much Carl-esque. So, well, here's the deal. I went and looked this up. This is the audience scores per season. Now, the first season was 91%. Second season dropped to 79%. And that's what a lot of people said that was one Farm. of the toughest ones. <clears throat> it went back to 85 for third and fourth. It went to 87 for the fifth season. That's one of our favorite ones. And then it dropped to 79. That was the season, um, you know, that was right after Terminus, I think. That's when Alexandria was introduced. Yeah, that was a tough I believe that during that one. You know, that's when, you know, you had to kill the doctor, you know. and The, yeah, the know. first season of Alexandria was really rough because they didn't <clears> And then it went to last year's, um, you know, the rise up, you know, where they decided and bad things happened. That was 60%. And then this year, so far into eight episodes, is at 52%. Yeah. It is almost half the viewer rating than it was when the first show first started. Whew. That is a significant <clears throat> drop. Is that the numbers of watching or the that is Rotten that, Tomato scores? That's Rotten Tomato scores. No, I'm talking about actual the amount of viewers was a 3.6 share, which is like 8.2 million viewers, which is not even half of what it was before. No. no. At its height, it was what, 17 million when it broke records? I think it touched 20. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean... So there you go. So I mean, it was beating Game of Thrones in ratings and everything. Oh, it was number one on well, TV. Paid, yeah, paid cable is going to get that, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I think they got one more season. Well, they've I mean, already been approved for nine. You know, and then the comment has been made that they'll keep this going as long as they, you know, I mean, as, as long as you can to. print money and stuff. But they might. It's not still be able the number to. one show on AMC. It is still its number one cash cow. I, I don't care. They're getting. Blown out of the water. Netflix announced today a hundred seven hundred Netflix original shows by the end of the year. By the end of the year, and a lot of them are good. That's movies and TV shows. Yeah. They're going to come out with on their own. You have to keep up with not to mention the numbers of stuff that they're putting out, but the quality is amazing at Netflix. For I mean, for at least like sixty percent of it, it is. Look, I. There are certain things they're not made for me. Yeah. You know, I watch a lot of stand-up comedy and stuff like that, and they put out stuff that's for all types of people. I don't watch 90% of it. Nope. But I watch a lot of stand-up that that other 10% holds true. Um, And there's at least 30 of them for you because they do so many stand-up. I think they've taken over for all the stand-up. Well, HBO still has a few. And I'm I'm just saying because of the fact that, like, Emmy Awards now are going... Netflix shows, Amazon shows. Uh, what was it Hulu that had the Handmaid's Tales? Hulu, they're winning awards, mm-hmm. so people are paying attention to them just as much as they are as regular television. I think more than regular television. Outside of like the dramas, like This Is Us, right. and what all the other but ones are. I'm from Stranger Things and Handmaid's Tale. Um, what's the Amazon movie? Manchester <laughs> by the Sea. Yep. Uh, or Man in the High Castle, the Amazon. All that stuff, right? Uh, I'm watching Altered Carbon right now. Wicked badass show. I need to start it. On Netflix. There's just too much good shit out there. You know? And mm-hmm. it's... A lot of people are cutting the cord. 
and yeah. going as, away as from. As soon as you get one or two episodes behind, people are like, I just don't want to catch up. That's the because thing. Because they've got so <laughs> yeah. many other things. Let's be honest with you. Walking Dead has not gained new viewership of any type in a long time. It's yeah. just a dwindling I of mean, the original. I, I might be the newest viewer to The Walking Dead. I, I'm telling you, and I pod the show, when somebody tells me like, oh man, I'm like, I'm like one season behind, I just tell them don't worry about it. Yeah, I told my brother to stop. <laughs> you got it in. You're good. I said, yeah. just stop, man. It's not. It's, you just disappoint yourself. It's not worth your time. Let me tell you, Ten other super awesome shows or movies you could watch instead. So I'll tell you, you to go, watch a certain episode of Walking Dead just for like the cool scenes that like we still have. Name and, like, one in the last season and a half. Thank Dick. you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, realistically, you can't name one. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that you're really like, can. oh man, that's uh, this is a great episode. Really get you going. Da, 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 da. No, you don't have it. I mean, there were some that I really enjoyed and stuff. But. Now, I can name multiple from like season five back yeah. that were just like, wow, unbelievable. Yay. You know, that kind of stuff. So anyway, but again, we, I, I put it on Facebook and some other places and some of our diehard fans got on there, you know, D and Ed and all the guys. And they, they had mixed reviews. A lot of them told us that, you know, and was the it episode. D that hit it right on the head? Yeah, it was it was kind of like she enjoyed the episode for what it brought, but she also sees it, you know, for what it is. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a one time episode. I mean, there's another example we were talking, um, you know, and I tell people over upright is that I feel like uh, this is an example of a wound that can't heal of the show, and what's it is just is the beginning of the end. When realistically, the beginning of the end was right after Glenn died for me. I think from that point, the episode after that. Yeah, and on has been a very slow, sometimes rapidly digression of the show to the point where we are we are just hoping for oxygen, and you know, and there's not much left, and it's just the way I feel about it. And this one right here, killing Carl off the show, which I purely feel is for ratings to prove a point that we don't have to follow Kirkman. He's not the genius. I think it is 100% ego driven Scott Gimple. And I think it's one of the worst and most asinine decisions in a television show history for purely a ratings grab and that it is going to be completely a backfire in the long run and basically the ultimate nail in the coffin of this series. End point. And that's how I feel. I mean, I think how you feel is pretty correct. Because, I mean, like, and it sucks that they tried to do something like, hey, not everybody or anybody can be killed. Like, you know, the shows we love, Wire, Game of Thrones and stuff. And they just botched it. Yeah, it just, to me, it, it just... It, it's not like it was meaningful. No. You know, like when you watch somebody guy die on Game of Thrones, yes, it's shocking and all like that, but there's meaning behind you know, it. it. It is a true meaning, a part of the show. You know, it was a, it's a symbol to something else, not just a, holy crap, he's gone, moving on. And the only meaning I can get behind of it is what Jake said. The show's over in a year. Yeah, it's very possible. Very, very possible. Guys, we appreciate y'all conversing with us on social media. You can always talk to us. Uh, you know, on Bleed TV Podcast on Gmail. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. Uh, you know, if you get a chance to like our YouTube, Facebook page. Spotify. Yeah, we're on YouTube. We're on Spotify now. A lot of things are moving up for us. And a lot of that's we owe to you guys. We really appreciate it. Continue to con converse. Tell people what's going on. Giving us those downloads, listens, and everything. Absolutely. It means a lot. Absolutely. But, guys, this was the first episode. We'll see you guys next week for the next episode. And until then, we're going to call it a night. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. Good night. Good night.